Hello everyone. Good evening and welcome to the Startup and Career Show. In this podcast, we discuss everything about startup and corporate life with founders and business leaders who share their real life experiences. Today we have with us Mr. Dibyendu Bindal, who's going to talk about evolving plant-based food economy with all of us. Welcome to Backstage, Dibyendu. Thank you. Thank you so much, Ashok. So, uh, to all our listeners, good evening, and let me introduce Dibyendu to all of you. Dibyendu is the founder and CEO of Mighty, a new age packaged food business that caters to young and engrossed individuals to help them meet their daily protein requirements. Prior to Mighty, he had set up over 20 restaurants along with franchising of app-based bars like Agent Jacks, Drinks Exchange, Quizzer. Dibyendu has also worked with Fursan Foods and Spice Tree Foods and helped them develop unique ready-to-cook recipes and products alongside managing food brands Pan Asia. So Dibyendu to begin with i think you've been uh, you've spent so many years in this food industry so can you talk about your experience and how this industry has evolved over time uh, so shib i started uh, you know working in the restaurant industry in 1999 you know it's a family run business where my family's been in the hospitality industry for the last five decades and almost uh, 23 years ago i ventured into this business because of my interest in food interest i am a foodie at heart i love eating so we have ventured into this business you know where i got a chance to open up a lot of restaurants we operated banquets we did a lot of institutional catering we tried our hand at doing qsrs then i got into food production which you know where i thought uh, uh, it becomes a problem solving and an extension of my current work so we got into a food production and it's been an exciting journey every new day is a fresh start you know innovation i love innovating things making new things that is something that's kept me going and what i also think is that you know the food industry in india has evolved very significantly you know people's habits have changed people are more open to try new things the global exposure that they're getting people traveling have made them more aware they're reading labels they're more conscious of what they're consuming you know so that is where i feel the change has really really come in so absolutely i mean things have changed big time but uh, dibendu offlet we are hearing a lot about meat being prepared from plant as well so what exactly is this is it vegetarian so plant based meat or plant based food products are vegetarian i mean why plant based because they are made from plants so that is you know as simple as it can get so you know to for anybody who does not know about a plant based meat this is a vegetarian product these are basically made for plants they are manufactured to feel taste and appear like real meat you know that is why you call them a plant based meat and uh, you know they are more healthier than the regular meat as you know they lower in saturated fat they lower in calories the ingredient plant based meats uh, you know the ingredients that are used to make plant based meat are now changing so you know used to be only soya earlier but now people are experimenting with pea based protein people are experimenting with moong so you know what a typical vegetarian like there's a 70% vegetarian uh, consumer base you know so what people have been eating for years is now getting translated into something which is tasting like meat so that is where the whole uh, plant based so called plant based meat is coming from well i think this is interesting so you did uh, touch base upon the ingredients as well right i mean so from soya uh, if i'm not wrong you mentioned moong 
yes moog is a very very integral part and you know it's got high protein so people now you know there are uh, there's meat being made out of jackfruit people are making it out of moog bean there is pea that is being used there are people who are experimenting with different vegetables so there's a lot of r&d happening in this space which is making it more exciting and more appealing to people to get into well that's that's interesting so dibindu can you talk a little bit more about mighty and throw some insight behind launching of this brand so you know when i uh, so like i said you know i've been into the food industry into the restaurant industry for such a long time and i saw this whole emergence of plant based food but there were not too many options for the end consumer you know the person who actually wants to make this switch or who actually wants to eat this he didn't have real choices so you know as a consumer i realized that uh, it required a lot of effort and it was a very long process that is where i felt that it would help to provide an option which is both ready convenient fast to cook you know because today the gen z as we call them is looking at uh, uh, you know options which are quicker faster and more convenient to cook so that is where uh, it uh, gives us an inspiration to create something which is healthy tasty convenient to cook at the same time gives you your protein requirement that is where uh, we decided to start mighty because you know india if you see the statistics india is a probably a 80% protein deficient uh, country you know 80% of the population is protein deficient and uh, probably uh, 93% people are not even aware of the protein they are supposed to eat or of the nutritional value of food so that is where we decided to do something different we said we we'll, uh, should you know venture into a space and i have always believed that it there's a taste first market you know where anything that is tasty is appealing to people the health benefits come later on so we said we should create something which is tasty and also give the health benefit so that is where mighty was born wow that's interesting so dibindu what is its unique selling proposition because i think there are some other uh, players also who are getting into this space so what is mighty's usp in that sense so i think you know taste is something that is very very close to the philosophy that we are trying to bring on the table where we want the product and the end of the product you know whether it tastes like meat or it doesn't taste like meat uh, in indian india is a market where you want to eat something as uh, uh, you know uh, healthy or unhealthy how whatever you call it but as tasty as a samosa also at the same time they want to try dim sum also they want to try quesadilla also so you know indians have got a very very various very taste bud and to cater to that kind of taste bud is where we said uh, we will do all these products which are uh, tasty healthy and convenient you know so that is where i feel that is the strength of my team that's interesting so uh, dibindu what are the health benefits of having these plant based proteins so to speak so i mean actually every body to function needs a, a good amount of protein you know people who are exercising people who are going to the gym or people who are are you know doing desk jobs everybody needs protein to function now we have never been uh, taught or never got into a thing or no school is telling you that you know, this is the always talk about carbohydrates they talk about the nutritional diet but nobody really gets into that minute details of what nutrition should you be having so you know the whole idea is that uh, people who eat these kind of healthy diets they have a healthy body and you know last one year covid everybody has taught us that we need to be healthy for ourselves 
more than anything else. And people who, you know, so if you read research, if you see what uh, people are talking, people are always suggesting that you know people who are eating a plant-based diet, they tend to have a lower uh, body mass index, that's a BMI. So you have a control over your weight. They have lower rates of obesity, diabetes, heart disease. But those who eat meat, you know, so plant-based diets are rich in fiber. They are they got complex carbohydrates and water content from fruits and vegetables, which leads to the healthier than the meat uh, diet. You know, that is where it is important to eat a plant-based protein diet. Got it. So, Dipindu, I think uh, you, you, earlier you mentioned as well, right, that India is predominantly a vegetarian market in that sense. So, and we, what we have also seen is that Indians uh, suffer from vitamin B12 deficiencies a lot, right? Right. And and this is generally told that if you are a vegetarian, chances are that you will have to take some more supplements, right? So, does that uh, you know having these plant-based meats or something like that actually solve that problem? Uh, to an extent, I mean, not completely, but to an extent. See, when we're talking about a plant-based, now when you are eating your food, you know, you, uh, people tend to eat more of, more of carbs, more of uh, uh, starch than the proteins. You know, that's why if you see, you know, traditionally, our uh, families have always been saying, you know, dal khao, sabzi khao. You know, that is where the whole thing is. And there is a reason for that. The reason is that you need to have those vegetables, you need to have those things which are healthier, which will give you the protein requirement that you need in a day. Now, uh, over a period of time, you know, people, the meals have got smaller, the families, uh, you know, people are looking at more of convenience, nobody is really sitting down and saying, that, I want to have two sabzis, I want to have a roti, I want to have, uh, you know, dal. You know, so the traditional Indian thali or the traditional Indian uh, plate has been changed over, taken over by something as quick as a quesadilla or as quick as Something like, you know, a dim sims. So, you know, people are not craving that kind of food which gives you protein. It might be, we are trying to make people crave that kind of protein. So that, you know, with your diet, whatever you are craving, you are eating, but you are eating it healthier. That is, that is uh, what we are trying to do with that. That's, that's interesting. So, uh, uh, Dibindu, if you can talk about uh, the Mighty's products and offerings. So, how does this uh, brand cater to the evolving Indian palette? So, what we've done with Mighty currently is that we've launched uh, 12 products uh, as of now. So, then we've launched the Galotti Kebab, we've launched the Protein Samosa, we've launched the Sims, we've doing Asidias, we're doing a Thai curry. That's a prawn Thai curry that we're doing. We're doing a prawns and black pepper, we're doing a grilled fish, we're doing a fish curry, we're doing a kima, we're doing a kima pao, we're doing spring rolls. So what we've tried to do is we've tried to touch base with the generation that used to eat uh, uh, fast food. At the same time, when I say fast food, I'm talking about food that is easier, you know, which is not fast food is not only burgers and sandwiches or pizzas, but fast food is again, you know, stuff which people crave for. So, you know, like something like a galotti or something like a samosa or something like a bao. It's something that people crave for, and that is what we try to create in a healthier, uh, uh, you know, concoction or a healthier recipe. So that is what we are offering right now. But having said that, we are on a continuous development where we might launch a few more products in the next couple of months. So you you only sell ready to eat uh, kind of products, or you also sell. Uh uh, meats and all of that. So these are all ready products. So these are all uh, ready products which a person can buy off the shelf, take it home. 
you know it's a 6-7 minute recipe where you know it's everything is ready you just have to mix the ingredients or you know probably just warm up the ingredients or cook the ingredients like something like a dim sum you just need to steam a dim sum and it's ready if you're doing a samosa you probably need to either air fry it or fry a samosa and that is ready if you're doing a prawn curry when you have a curry you have prawn you mix the two together heat it up and your prawn curry is ready so any recipe that we've created anybody can do it any you know probably a 7-8 year old kid can make that kind of recipe and uh, those recipes will be ready in not more than 8 to 10 minutes you know that's the maximum cooking time involved for a recipe wow that's interesting uh, that's real innovation uh, Dipendu in that sense so uh, what according to you has COVID played a role uh, you know in making people aware about all these uh, importance of proteins in their daily consumption so I think you know COVID has been a learning experience for everybody you know people have learned a lot in uh, COVID they've understood the importance of a good diet they have uh, even the acceptance of a convenient ready to cook food grew during the COVID because most of us didn't have maids most of us didn't have staff at home so you know that ready to eat food grew in that space in that time and it has increased the awareness about health nutrition overall well-being People have started to understand the importance of a good diet, the importance of protein in a good diet. So that is that is a very very positive impact that COVID has uh, left people with. Interesting. So, given uh, if we can throw a little more light, uh, you know how how this brand is actually addressing this protein deficiency. You did talk about the products that you have, right? Uh, and but how does it solve? Uh, for the protein deficiency? So, you know, uh, average person requires a decent amount of protein in their diet. Now, when we compare uh, to what they're eating, like uh, if I have to give you an example of as simple thing as a samosa. Now, a mighty samosa versus a regular samosa, regular samosa, vegetarian, would be, you know, your aloo butter filling as a samosa, which would have a certain number of uh, calories. You know, a normal samosa is got uh, much higher calories and does not have a protein. You know, it's got a starch, it's got a carbohydrate content, but really does not have a protein content. What we've done with Mighty is that with same samosa, we've replaced the filling with a protein, uh, tasty protein filling, which again, for a non-vegetarian, it would taste like a lamb samosa. For a vegetarian, it's another tasty samosa, which is there. You know, end of the day, it's all vegetarian products that we are doing. And that, compared to a regular samosa, gives you much better protein. So this is how where we are saying that you know we don't want you to take away from your cravings, but use your cravings to increase your protein intake. So that is how we are trying to solve the protein, uh, uh, you know, deficit that is there in people today. Got it. Got it. So uh, uh, moving on, Dipendu, if you can talk about how is this economy evolving around plant-based food. Right. Uh, can you share some industry dynamics? Yeah, so, you know, economy, now plant-based food, plant-based meats or healthy food, you know, whatever you uh, call it under, which is one umbrella that is there. And in that umbrella, when you talk about a plant-based food, it is growing, you know, at almost a 27 to 28% a year. So, that is the period, you know, and uh, uh, they are expecting, if you read the research, they are expecting it to grow at a CAGR of around 27-28% till 2027. You know, that is the kind of, uh, so it's a five-year period where people are expecting the size of the industry to, uh, you know, grow three times, four times. 
and as of now if you see the 2020 value it was a around a 15 to 20 billion dollar industry already in india you know so it's, it's a huge growth happening people are shifting towards plant based diet veganism is growing people are uh, shifting to veganism people are embracing that kind and having said that you know india has always been a vegetarian place you know 80% of the population is vegetarian people uh, are they say vegetarian they are either vegetarian by choice or they are vegetarian by religious functions but they you wouldn't find any indian even hardcore non vegetarian would uh, end up eating only veg food probably you know at least one third of a year because of different festivals because of choices you know you have meals uh, like you know tuesday you don't eat meat sunday does not eat meat on a saturday so when you see all those things the economy is growing people are looking for those kind of alternatives which are tasty and healthy interesting so dibindu uh, what are your future plans how do you see uh, things uh, you know you expanding in the days to come so we launched in bombay we have bites launched in bombay where we are available uh, uh, in certain stores we are available online and people are buying our product we are also doing a lot of uh, product development for different restaurants different hotels uh, different qs uh, brands where we are making products for them as well so people are going to experience you know burger uh, different burger chains who are going to be using the mighty burger patty people are going to have uh, you know five stars will be serving the baloti kebabs that we make so that is coming in the future having said that we are also what we are doing is that we are uh, launching in the different cities we are launching our own uh, dark kitchen brand which will be a mighty kitchen where people will be able to order food from the swiggy and zomato through mighty kitchen and we will have the fulfillment centers that will service those outlets wow that's interesting dibindu uh, i think there are a few questions uh, in the chat box and i'll take uh, uh, sure. take sure. them right so ashi one of our listeners has asked dibindu uh, while this is the conscious choice to make for a market like india where price positioning is the deal maker so the meat alternatives are relatively expensive how can people make that decision to purchase alternatives so i think uh, you know it's it's a misconception that uh, plant based is more expensive than meat it is probably at par with meat uh, pricing and you know as the consumption increases the prices are set to go down right now because everybody is at an r&d stage everybody is at uh, a stage where there is a lot of cost being declared towards the uh, r&d and towards product development the prices are on the higher side but uh, uh, you know that is going to go down you know with the consumption increasing the prices will go down and at some point of time you will have those things cheaper than the meat alternatives so dibindu uh, that uh you know prompts me to take ask you another question on these lines that uh, what is your sourcing model then in that sense how do you uh, procure these products uh, since these are all plant based right and you actually create recipes uh, you know so how do you source all these, these are these are products which are uh, you know uh, which are there available for everybody to use you know we are creating a whole dal is available a pea protein the peas the green peas the white peas those are available soya is available so you know, everything is available freely in the market it's only how you use the product what is your end product that you are aiming to create that is where the recipe the procedure differs but everything is available and uh, uh, you know so there is so much of experiment happening experimentation happening with this kind of product there is a 
imported soya which is different you have uh, you know a pea which is imported from a different country which is tasting different than in indian pea so those kind of experiments are going on with everybody to get the right mix and the right taste of food products correct there is another question from ayush and he is asking considering the protein deficiency what do you suggest should be the ideal meal structure let's say with a meat alternative as so well. i think uh, you know it's, it's it's very difficult to give one diet for a person you know everybody is got a different lifestyle everybody you know, somebody is working out half an hour a day has a different protein requirement somebody who has a uh, you know is not working out has a different protein requirement So it's not one shoe size that fits all. Everybody's got their own thing, and you know, uh, I think our body is very, very vocal with us. You know, body tells us, you know, this is what you're doing correct. You know, something as basic as a gut health will tell you whether you're eating the correct uh, protein or you're not eating the correct protein. You know, so that is uh, something that people should listen to the body, pay more attention to it, and uh, that is where you will come to know what is your right protein mix for you. Absolutely. Uh, going forward, Rahul has another question, and he asks that we have heard about Beyond Meat uh, abroad. They are the real dominators, so to speak. So, looking at the Indian market space of meat alternatives, how do you look to evolve differently from? So, I'll, I'll tell you. Well, uh, now Beyond Meat is again a very very different product, like Beyond Meat or uh, you know, uh, your Impossible Foods. These these are brands who are creating. Meat alternatives, which are lab-grown alternatives, you know. So their quality is different from these products. Again, we are not a lab-grown meat, you know. Those beyond uh, 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 meat is creating meat, which is your uh, mostly a beef textured meat or a beef alternative, which is a lab-grown from a cell. You know, again, it's a vegetarian. It does not involve any real animals. But again, it's a it's a lab-grown meat. A lab-grown meat. Versus a plant-based meat, there is a lot of difference. So we don't aim to get into the lab-grown meat. Again, the meat that is being developed by these two brands abroad is more of a beef nature, where India is not a very very big beef-consuming country. So both the texture, the taste is very very uh, different. You know, so it's not really India-centric. If they have to do something in India, it needs to uh, you know be a chicken or a mutton alternative. Having said that, brands who are locally developed in India understand the taste of the consumer. So you know, we we understand the taste. Having run restaurants, I understand what people want as a taste. You know, so I'm doing a galotti kebab. Uh, Beyond meat will never be able to do a galotti kebab out of you know the kind of meat that they're creating. So that is where I think the Indian market will be catered better with Indian brands. True. True. Uh, uh, in fact, Ritika has another question, uh, Devendu, and she asks, "What are the next three potential SKUs that you plan to launch in the near future?" So we are looking at uh, you know the kind of response that we've got from our initial offerings. We've got a very good response towards the seafood that we are doing, towards the uh, snacky items like the galotti kebab. So we are looking to develop a few products which are again. Uh, Ready to eat per se, but not fried, which can be you know barbecued, roasted. So we are moving to a space where we can give you more items, which uh, you know people can uh, either use an air fryer or do it in an air fryer or do a pan cook, which uh, consumes a very little or no amount of oil. 
So those are the kind of products that we are looking to develop in the near future. We are also looking at doing a few buy a few products which are uh, you know main stream meal. Like we are looking at doing a nice kima uh, kitcheny. Those are the kind of products that we are looking at. Yeah, Devendu. Right. So, uh, Dibindu, since there are so many students uh, so who are listening to you live right uh, now, can you throw some, uh, you know, career opportunities in the food economy? What are there they? There is a lot of scope in the food economy. You know, people will never stop eating. So, uh, that is something that, you know, it's an industry which is here to stay. And uh, uh, especially in the plant-based sector, there is a lot of scope right from research to product development to marketing the product to thinking of new options to development of recipes. So anything that you can think of, there is place in this industry. You know, this is at a stage where uh, you know we are sitting at probably we just uh, getting started off, and there's an ocean of opportunities opening up into this sector, and it is opening up uh, in every field. You know, so it's opening up in development, it's opening up in cooking, it's opening up in restaurants. You'll have bars uh, would you know enter uh, the bar industry would enter up serving uh, healthy options of snacks. You have the food industry, the restaurant industry. Every every industry is going to be a part of this uh, so-called revolution that's coming. Interesting. So, uh, Devendu, so I, I think, I think uh, before you, know, you leave, is, uh, can you talk? Uh, can you share some advice to our students, especially on the entrepreneurial aspect of your uh, journey? Now also, so I think the most uh, important thing is not to stop learning. You know, we, uh, you know, we always get uh, complacent saying that you know we've learned, we know this, we know that. But uh, you know, the way things are opening up, things are offering, the way the world is changing. You cannot stop learning. You should always keep learning. You should always be open to new ideas, open to experiment. And I feel that you know any any field that you are in, any thing that you are doing, there is always an opportunity to give something which is a which becomes a problem solving for the community in general. So you know when uh, when people look at things, I always say that learn to solve a problem. You know if you can learn to solve a problem, you will make money. You know that is where uh, I think that's the Advice that I can give people. Well, I think uh, that's awesome, uh, Devendu, and thank you for taking thank our you, time thank today. You so much. It was, it was great you so having much. you here on backstage and uh, talking about the whole e plant-based ecosystem. I think thank you for your time. Thank you listeners for joining us. Again, we'll have somebody next week lined up. Thanks for your time. Bye-bye.